With us today is former Governor Pat McCrory. He was the governor of North Carolina, and he is the national co-chairman of No Labels. Now, what is No Labels? Well, they're a bipartisan organization, uh, politicians, business people, uh, Americans that worry about both sides. Uh, governor, uh, tell us about No Labels. Usually we have uh, Senator Lieberman on, who's a good friend for 40 years, but you tell us your what, what you want to say. Well, first, Senator Lieberman is a great uh, fellow co-chair of the organization, along with Larry Hogan, former governor of uh, Maryland, and also Ben Chavis, Dr. Ben Chavis, former civil rights activist who worked for Martin Luther King. And we're all working together. Uh, first of all, No Label's been around about 12 uh, years to work. Uh, they helped create the Problem Solvers Caucus, which is trying to bring Republicans and Democrats together to solve problems that both parties seem to be ignoring or can't come to a consensus on. But lately, uh, No Labels is also working on looking at if the right now over two-thirds of the American people are dissatisfied with the two leading contenders of the Republican and Democratic Party uh, that most likely will win after Super Tuesday. And if that continues, we're going to uh, run a third-party candidate which would be a bipartisan ticket, Republican and Democrat or independent on the ticket to offer the American people another choice, especially if they continue to be so dissatisfied with the choices that might be presented by um, the Republican and Democratic Party. And in the meantime, we're getting on all the ballots uh, in the 50 states. And um, if, if we get on all the ballots and if the polls continue after Super Tuesday to show that two-thirds of the people aren't satisfied with the two nominees, uh, we'll go ahead and run another nominee and also have a convention in Dallas, uh, Texas in April. Uh, understood. And uh, uh, what would it take to get a third-party candidate involved uh, in 50 states? I mean, how much money? I mean, the, the last time there was a serious uh, uh, third-party candidate was uh, in 19, uh, was it 1988, uh, when yeah, Ross, Perot was, uh, ran, Ross Perot ran. Ross Perot, when you had Clinton and, uh, Clinton and Bush in the race. The difference between well, now and then, however, 1992, the, the difference between now and then is when Clinton and Bush were running, uh, they weren't really a lot different. There wasn't a huge gap between the two, as we see between Trump and Biden. And uh, and and second, uh, we never saw this dissatisfaction among the American people in the two nominees. Usually in about every presidential election, around 30 to 40 percent of the people go, gosh, I don't want either one. We've never seen numbers where two thirds of the people are saying we don't want either one. So it's almost as though the two parties are kind of taking the American people for granted and just assuming that we all have to concur with their choices from the primaries. And the fact is, nowhere in the Constitution talks about the political parties. And and we are going to try to get on the ballots. Now, one problem is the political parties uh, are trying to block us from getting on the ballots, uh, which is against the Constitution, uh, because they want to, they want to uh, protect their duopoly or monopoly as most people yeah, would they say. Want, and, uh, they want red, red or blue. They want red or blue, when in fact, the one reason I'm intrigued by no labels, listen, during my political career as a mayor for 14 years of Charlotte and governor 
and a, a failed U.S. Senate candidate. Were you I've a Democrat or a Republican? I don't, I don't know. I'm a, rep- I'm a Republican, and I've been, yes. I've been labeled as a right-wing extremist, and I've also been labeled as a, a left-wing rhino. <laughs> and, so you know, you, the fact is most, most Somewhere in between. You're opinion. somewhere in between. <laughs> well, maybe it's good that no one yeah. can pin me down. But we're using labels to stifle conversation, to stop conversation. And the fact of the matter is most American people may be liberal on one issue, but conservative on other issues or moderate on other issues. It depends upon the issue. But the media and the political parties want to label you as one encompassing fit, one fit all. And the fact of the matter is we're all individuals with different opinions on many different issues. And we're too, too, we're rushing to label people. And the minute we label someone, we stifle conversation. And, and let me ask you, do you have anybody, does no labels have anybody in mind uh, who to run? We haven't begun that process yet, but I don't think we'll have any shortage of candidates. Who, but we it's going to take. People who'd love to be president of the United States, and we have a lot of people who aren't satisfied with either Biden. It's going to take a hundred million dollars just to get name recognition. Do you have? Does no labels have the resources to to be able to to be registered in fifty states? Well, that's assuming that we don't select anyone with no name recognition. And that's also assuming once we get on all 50 states and select nominees, they will get name recognition very quickly through free media, and we will raise money. And once we select, it's going to be up to the two candidates to run their campaigns. And it'll be a short time period, but believe me, if the polls show that they have a chance to win, and the only reason we get into it, we're not getting into it just to make a statement or to be a spoiler we would get into it because there's a good chance a third party could win, unlike Perot. Uh, well, Perot, uh, uh, until he had uh, some credibility gaps, uh, especially with his vice president, uh, you know, had a shot. But it, 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 he it did, made he a did difference. Have a shot. In fact, not only that, he quit the campaign for a while. Yes. And still uh, but got it, almost 20% of the vote. George George H.W. Uh, Bush made a... Uh, a big mistake uh, by if I was George Bush and, and Perot came to me and says, I, I want to help the, the kids in Vietnam, I would have told him, go away. I'll give you the Sixth Fleet. Go go to Vietnam. Go help them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at and, this time, you really got to think Clinton and, and Bush really weren't that far apart. Clinton was, you know, was playing the moderate road and, and Bush was pretty moderate. Now we have Biden and Trump, and they're two totally different personalities. They've both gone far to the extremes. They're listening to the extremes. When the, most American people are middle or middle right or briefly middle left, and, and they're different on all many issues. But, again, we've got to quit this uh, putting people in one bucket or another, and then if we cooperate with each other, we cancel them. And this cancel culture has got to stop. All right, let's talk about the the Democratic Party. Let's incentivize the cancel culture. We got two minutes left. Let's talk. Take a minute on Democratic Party, a minute on the Republican Party. To be no labels, to be the guy in the middle, like me and you. And uh, I consider the guy. I'm uh, in the Democratic Party. You have uh, Mm -hmm. President Biden that 
really a lot of 75% of the people feel is getting too old to run. You got uh, Robert Kennedy, and you never know if a Hillary Clinton will jump in. Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy is uh, the stations, the networks are scared to, to run any polls on him because they said he's running in the 20s. Robert Kennedy himself said to me, it's probably the 30s. What say you and about New Robert Hampshire Kennedy? In Iowa, he could do very, very well just with the Kennedy name alone. I understand that they, they're scared that he might win. Now, yep. let's take the other minute in the Republican. Now, DeSantis is a very good governor in Florida. He, was made, he makes a lot of mistakes, and he has communications uh, faults. Uh, Donald Trump could be the best president in the world, but he has certain communications faults. But you have other candidates, uh, Pence, you have, uh, who was a very decent middle-of-the-road person. You have Governor Youngkin, who's a very, very smart guy. You got Mike Pompeo, who is yep. a very, very decent person. Who's decided one. not to run. Well, right. you never know what happens. You And, and that's why we're not going to make the decision until after Super Tuesday. Because once Super Tuesday's done, it's, it's history. We're, we've got the two candidates. But right now... Uh, the way the parties are running things and the way they control their primaries, it looks like it could be Trump or Trump and Biden. And if that continues and the majority of people don't like either candidate, we'll run. If it changes between now and then, we probably won't run a ticket, but we'll try to influence both parties to come more to the center and start working and solving these complex long-term problems that we're kicking Understood. the uh, solutions down the road Governor, the next we're, generation. we're out of time, but Governor Pat McCrory, former governor of North Carolina, now national co-chair of No Labels, considering a middle-of-the-road, no-labels candidate for president. Thank you. Stay in touch, and let's keep talking. Thank you very much. God bless.